Welcome back, episode two of Hear the Hear for Sale podcast. I just want to thank everyone who took the time to listen to the first episode, and thank you right now if you're listening to the second episode. Um, this one, I want to just go over something that I posted on Instagram, and that was how to get started in sports card collecting, whether you're collecting a little bit less on like investment. Uh, if you're looking to resell the cards, but you could take some of these tips and kind of apply those if you're looking to invest. But um, I'll get within the tips, you'll kind of see why, at least at first, if you're kind of chasing an investment slash money, it's maybe not the best way to approach. Eventually, I think you can get to that point, but when you're starting out, I don't think it's a good idea to approach buying and selling cards or at least buying cards right away so the first tip is going to be start small so that kind of works on two different levels here so you have money and then you have either players or products so on the money side you realistically could get started with twenty dollars if you're looking for if you're looking for a card, maybe like a rookie card or a base card, you can with with $20 you could buy depending on kind of the player obviously. Some players are you're going to be buying $20, you're going to be spending the whole $20 on one player, but if you're looking for maybe a couple different players who aren't as popular, you can find a bunch of cards for $20 if that's something that you want to do. Or you can kind of look and you can see a lot of like rookie cards graded rookie cards you're gonna find for around twenty dollars like i found like the shohei otani heritage rookie card for around twenty dollars you can find like i mean alex alex bregman is a player that i've uh kind of been high on the past few weeks maybe like a week or so but he's also somebody that is just – he's super popular in the MLB right now, and I think he has one of the best chances to be an MVP on a championship team, in my opinion at least. And you can find his graded 2017 rookie card, tops rookie card, for between $25, $35-ish. I got mine for 25 so I have one of them, and the one that I got, like I said, I spent 25 on. Uh and then you can kind of go over into the product side of it or player side of it itself. And in that case, starting small, I would mean that you should start realistically looking at one player to start or two players. But like if you try and jump in and you want to look at all the players from a single year, it's just going to get too confusing. There's too many different variables that kind of change the cost of each player card within the market itself you could also look at like individual products so if like if you are new and there's a product called gypsy queen which comes out earlier on in the baseball season or if you want to do uh bowman is a little bit different but you could start with bowman because that's kind of getting into prospecting which is almost another whole a whole vertical in the card landscape when you're looking at um, buying and selling cards. Like if you're looking at prospects, that's just – there's a whole – that's a whole another podcast that I could get into about like prospecting and how to do it and what's the best way. But um, 
Topps Flagship is another good one to start out. That one's going to have all of, like, the base rookie cards. So, like, for example, this last product release that just came – or not last product, but in um, – I think it was June, I believe, is when Topps Series 2 came out. And that had the Vladimir Guerrero Topps rookie card that had – Vladimir Guerrero Jr., sorry um, – Rookie card that had the Pete Alonso rookie card. It had the Fernando Tatis rookie card. It had the Eli Jimenez rookie card. So learning where those rookie cards are coming from, from which product, that's one thing that can be confusing. But if you just know that with the flagship, there's three different, there's three different product releases throughout the year. There's one in January. There's one in June, and then I believe it's either in October or December. It's, it's between October and December is when they come out with Topps Update, which has all of the rookies from all the year that would qualify for that year's product. Um, so, like, coming up, you'll probably see, like, Keston Hira, uh, Nick Senzel, and those are the type of players you'll see in Update. Some players that got called up later on in the year, like... I don't know, like, Bo Bichette is an interesting player. He hasn't been called up yet, so I don't know if they would include him in update because he might be a player they want to hold until next year uh, because, obviously, they're in um, production of the product now, I would imagine, just because it's such a large product and they print so much of it. It may be something where they short print him, in the car, in the product, uh, so that would be interesting to check. But like I said, he's not even in the majors yet. He's still in AAA, uh, so that he might not. He might be hold out, hold out until next year. So then that gets into. So now that that first tip is over, two two ways basically start small with your money that you're spending. You could start with about twenty dollars if you really if you really want to. Uh, if you have a hundred dollars, that's even better. But you could even start with twenty dollars, just buying one card or buying multiple cards, and then um, starting small with individual products uh, or yeah, starting small with individual products or players. Like don't try and overstretch yourself learning every single market of every single player because it's just going to get too confusing. So then the second tip that I put up was buy players that you like. So I named a bunch of players uh, that I like, basically, uh, like Alex Bregman, like Vladimir Guerrero Jr., like Pete Alonso, all those players. Um, and one thing that I have noticed is that when I first started out, and I was looking at prospects and I was trying to find players that I thought were like the hot prospect that I could get for a lower price. I, I wasn't really as interested in buying those players. And I also found that I, when I became more interested in a player that I liked, that's when I was more interested in their cards themselves. And realistically, if you're looking at players that are in the MLB now um, or like Stars, you I guess you could say like stars that um, are more established. Those players probably are going to have a little bit of a higher floor when you're trying to get into them. But that also kind of gives you the – it gives you the – not like flexibility. It gives you, gives you the assurance that you're – not going to buy a player and like his you're not going to buy a player for $30 and his cards are going to go to $5 but like also I think if you're buying a player that you like that's not a huge problem obviously losing 
the $25 is an issue, but like if you end, if you just end up stuck with a player that you like, I think that's something that I found I've been all right with. Uh, I don't think that's really, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head that has happened, but when you're researching a player and kind of, and learning about a certain player, like just pick a player that you like and not one that you think is going to be a hot prospect because as you're just going to be more interested in it and you're going to spend more time kind of learning that market itself. And it's, it's not the same for everybody. I mean, I think each of these tips do have their exceptions as well. So don't feel like, don't, don't feel like it's hard and fast, both of these tips. And this, these tips are just opinions that came, that I'm kind of developing from when I started kind of getting back into collecting and realizing how vastly different it was since I was like younger. And that's so that's going to be it for episode two. It's a little bit shorter this time. I am hoping to put out another episode this week uh, just about kind of some of the stuff that I was posting on Instagram, sort of the same way I did it last week. I did like that format because it was easy for me to kind of come up with topics because I already sort of talked about the topics. Uh, so if you enjoyed this episode, please share it on Instagram, tag me. Uh, that would be great. I love being able to share kind of some stuff and, or send me a DM. So it's heroes for sale. It's the podcast and the name of the Instagram is going to be the same. Um, also you can find me on Twitter. So it's a Palmer designs. Uh, if you don't know by now, my name is Adam Palmer. So on Twitter, it's A Palmer Designs. And then there's, I also run another Instagram that's Adam Palmer Designs. It's, I wish I could have the same name for both Twitter and then that other Instagram, but Twitter limits the amount of characters. So it's A Palmer Designs on Twitter. But Heroes for Sale, I'll be checking, uh, always checking DMs, stuff like that, or comment on some posts. I've got like a bunch of stuff up, like um, a a buy, hold, and sell scenario with a couple of players from the 2016 class. Alex Bregman happens to be in that one. Uh, so if you enjoyed the podcast, just give it a share on your Instagram uh, or Twitter. Tag me, and I will see you the next time.